happy Monday. Today on the news and why it matters, uh, remember those undercover Planned Parenthood videos showing all of these people talking about selling baby parts and everyone said, no, stop, those are just altered. Yeah, it turns out that they weren't. Uh, also, Google facing an antitrust investigation uh, by now 50 attorneys general. Got a lot to get into and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Glenn Beck, uh, Stubergear, and Jason Howerton, our social media guru. I feel like I always I have like to that. give you that. I, I, I mean, that's not what's officially my title, but I like it better than what it is. <laughs> We're changing it. We're changing it. It has changed. Uh, before we get into the conversation, want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. Glenn, I know you were hesitant to deal with them. Uh, no, I was hesitant, hesitant to deal with anybody because, I mean, Stu remembers, mm -hmm. before the crash, I was absolutely alone, and I had people telling me at the highest levels, oh, there's not a problem. There'll never be a problem. Until that night, right before they announced TARP, and somebody at the highest level called me and said, oh, boy, it's trouble beyond belief. And I'm like, really? <laughs> uh, and so I'm just not, a, I was not a fan of any banks. These guys are not banks. These guys work for you. They don't get kickbacks from the banks or anything else. They're all salary employed. Uh, and this is a, um, a family-owned and operated business. I've known them for over 10 years. They're great. They're not going to get you into loans that you shouldn't have. And, and they will help you with all the fine print. They're the people that will really, truly help you. Make sure you do the financially correct and responsible thing. It's American Financing. You can go to AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800 906 2440. Uh, so what, what year was this that this came out that there were all of these undercover videos uh, with Planned Parenthood? I want to say it was like 2015? I was 15 or 16 it feels like. Yeah. It's a while. Yeah, it's been a really long time and uh, the people who um, who uncovered this and released the videos are of course in trial because that's what we want to do. We want to we want to put the people on trial who are showing us all of these terrible things are happening. Imagine the Imagine the hubris that it takes to be caught on tape and then saying, now we're going to take you to trial and prove that this isn't true when it is indeed true. Imagine the hubris. Mm -hmm. And what happened last week, and this is, well, I've got a few questions um, and comments on the media. Um, but what happened last week in a court of law in San Francisco, so these are court documents now, the CEO of STEM Express admits to selling beating hearts, intact heads of aborted babies. Now listen to this. They admitted to the prime, uh, in the preliminary hearing um, uh, that the baby's head could be procured attached to the baby's body or could be torn away. That is an especially gruesome admission and it begs the question, how did they get these fully intact human children? Um, this, the, the attorneys are asking this question. If you have a fetus with an intact head and an intact body and intact extremities, that is something that would in indicate that the child was born alive and then the organs cut out of that child or the child was the victim of an illegal partial birth abortion. Both of these are gruesome, illegal, and violent acts. So here's my question. The media said that all of this stuff was selective editing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. You now have the CEO admitting of, of, of getting beating hearts and digging it out of the child's 
chest. It's, it's worse than what they had on video, I think. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the media said it was selective editing. Where's the media today correcting that? When will the media actually ever say anything? How come the media doesn't have a single story out? You have to find this on Christian news sites. Um, there is not a single news story from any legitimate big news uh, organization. And when will Snopes stop denying this? Snopes is saying that this, is, this was hacked video um, and, and, and selectively edited. When will Snopes change that and say, no, actually, in a court of law, they testified that it did happen? Yeah, still. It strikes me as really all they have here is an optics problem, right? If you're in the abortion industry and you believe that what we are doing here is not murder, who cares if there's a beating heart that's given being sold? Who cares if a head is being sold? A head of what? Lettuce? It's nothing. It's just, it's, it has no life, right? And it, the problem with this is it forces them to admit what's actually occurring here. And that's why they are fighting it so hard. Um, but, you know, like they can claim all the medical use and all these things that, you know, may or may not have positive outcomes if you believe uh, that this is not a human being. But the end of the day is why they fight these particular things so hard is they don't want to actually have to admit what's going on. But it's interesting to me that that's what they were fighting for the actual birth of a live child and then killing it after birth. They're fighting for that in New York. That's what the Virginia uh, governor was saying. And they keep denying it and denying it. Well, this shows that somehow or another, it's either partial birth or that child is born alive and then they kill it. They're just trying to legalize what they're already doing now, it appears. Jason, you look like you're having a hard time digesting this. Well, um... I was actually thinking about my own unborn child right now who is uh, in the womb. Uh, but, but really what I was more thinking about is with Planned Parenthood, they, they repeat over and over again that abortion is not their main thing. It's not, what they, it's not why they exist. It's 3%, which is a debunked percent, by the way. Um, you know, if you take just a small percentage, uh, the average of what it costs for an abortion, they performed, I think it was something like, I think I have it right here. 332,757 abortions that are on the books in 2017 and 18. You just do the average, just what it costs for an abortion, so it'll probably be much higher in, in real life. You're looking at over 200 million a year just on, on the books abortion. That is a lot of money. That's why they, they, can, they can say no to Title X funding with no problem because they know that's their business model. And that doesn't even include the, the black market selling of the baby heads and the baby parts and everything else that they're... Um, reportedly doing uh, behind the scenes. Um, to me, that is where I think you, you have this really ugly nightmare mix of two things. You have motivation by money, and then you have the devaluing of human life. And when you put those things together, I think that's how you easily get to what Glenn is reading right there. And it, it's that we are not more outraged as a nation and more unified in this is kind of a depressing thing to me. It seems like such an open and shut thing that it's the end of our republic. We are so we are so we are so far off the track of our covenant that the pilgrims made, Columbus made, um, George Washington made, Abraham Lincoln made. We all made a covenant, and that's why we have been so blessed. 
We are now on the opposite side. Our apathy is silence in the face of evil is evil itself. We are on the opposite side of what we should be fighting for. I haven't heard anybody talk about um, uh, Hong Kong and those people who are going to be enslaved. I'm not saying that we should go rescue them or whatever, but it's bothered me all day. I haven't heard anybody talking about this. I hear the Sharpie talk about the stupid map all weekend long. That's all I heard of. We are going to pay a grave, grave price. Well, and to add to your point, uh, Glenn, about the media just largely being silent on this, they're not talking about this trial that's going on and the horrific things that are being uncovered. What they are doing is uh, AP published a video today of a girl who had an abortion across state lines at 26 weeks, and this is how they are telling her story. Watch. What I would learn the hard way is when you first stop taking birth control, that first couple weeks, that first like few days, you're your most fertile. So I got pregnant in like early February. I was housing insecure at the time. I like I had just started a job. I didn't have any support. I didn't have any health care. They said that they would be able to help me, but I had to get there before I turned 28 weeks. And so I had less than 10 days. It's not a decision to be made lightly because on top of, or like I didn't make it lightly um, because it was on top of a large um, emotional like turning point, like decision to make in my life. It was a large financial decision to make if I can give back to people the one thing that I wanted more than anything when I was going through this, then my work is, then I'm done what I've set up to do. Like, my work is done. So she's the victim. Yeah, I'm confused. Why was it emotional? What was was, was such a... Seriously, if it's like having a wart removed or a skin tag or whatever it is, why is it emotional? Yeah, it shouldn't have any emotion tied to it at all. If it has any emotion tied to it, you better investigate that because the what, what you're saying is you're ending a life and that's why you're feeling emotional. You should explore those feelings a little bit. If you can come out on the idea that, you know, at, at the end of the day, if your calculations bring you uh, to the idea that, you know what, this is, should not be an emotional situation, it's no big deal, then at least you have some sort of internal justification, I suppose, for doing what you're doing. Um, but if you're admitting it's emotional, why why on earth are you doing this? Isn't that why the new narr- like the new thing to do is to celebrate? Right? Shout, yeah, shout your shout abortion. It, celebrate it because it's nothing to to be. But I think you can ask if you're asking anybody honestly. There's a reason why women who have abortions they have it's it's hard for them and they're they're emotional about it for a reason because you can't you can't override that biology with with even the greatest taglines or greatest <laughs> social media videos or Michelle Wolf doing a parade about how awesome abortion is. It just it's doesn't why, change it. It's why Germans still don't talk about things in their own household that happened with grandma and grandpa during World War II. They don't talk about it. They never have openly talked about it in their own households because grandma and grandpa had to be monsters. They had to be monsters because... If they were involved at all in eugenics of gassing children and they somehow or another shut all of their senses down and said, no, it's good for the nation, it's good for progress, that, that either emotionally impacted them to a place to where they went dead inside 
but we know that it impacted the rest of the family to where they didn't want to talk about grandma and grandpa about that because they become monsters Mm -hmm. at some point this is going to come undone and um my gosh, we are just going to be remembered as... With, with the media, too, what, the, the, what happens in these circles with the media is they feel, they, they get in these echo chambers and, they, and they, they talk about this issue all the time and they're all on the same page. And when something like this happens with, with what you're seeing in the, in the court documents, by coming out and saying that's wrong, all of a sudden now their, their colleagues, the, their, their echo chamber turns on them. As, as somehow being against women's health or attacking women's health or women's mm-hmm. health care. And so that's where this silence comes from. I think there's a lot of people who agree that that is horrifying and in their heart of hearts would say that's wrong, but decide, make a conscious decision to stay silent because of that. It's the same, it's the same thing. And it's why calling people baby killers and things like that doesn't work. Um, Elon Omar is a, an example of this. Um, I was shocked. I, she said that I was a monster for saying all these, you know, things that she doesn't love the country. And so I said, well, let me just ask you 15 questions. Just ask 15 <laughs> questions in a Twitter um, storm. By the way, when I see your tweets and I see one of 15, I never know how if it's going to be how it's going to go. Where it's gonna, <laughs> so, I, so I followed it and I was like, OK, that's pretty good. So uh, so I do the 15 questions that she has to answer. And if you've noticed, all of anybody supporting her. Only name calling. Yep. Those were oh, all yeah. reasonable questions. Those were not. I said in one of them, I, we should clear this up. If this isn't true, we should clear this up, and we have to correct the record now because it's an injustice. Um, but they don't. They don't say anything. That's the problem. No one is willing to look at the facts of anything, and so we are now just going down this road of insanity, to where we should be able to say, okay, well, this is my point of view. What are the facts that you have? And then argue and talk about the facts. Instead, we are, you know, you want to talk about abortion. You'll never get to the facts. You'll never get to the heart of it because nobody really wants to go there. Well, even, even people in good, people who, um, you know, I think Eric Swalwell is a, is a good example of this. Um, he will we'll talk about stuff in, in DMs and we'll will be... That's so weird, Jason. I know it is. And it will be, will be cordial. So and we'll random. talk about guns. Mm-hmm. Like, we're obviously on completely different planets. But then as soon as it's like, let's talk publicly. Right. Oh, then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, no, we can't do that because then we're, we have to be actual enemies. That's why... And then the name calling comes out. Yeah. That's why people like uh, uh, Jason Blum last week from Blumhouse mm-hmm. was awesome. meeting me in public mm-hmm. and, and saying that. I mean, he said to me... Posting about it. Yeah, I know. And I he, saw. I was, I was shocked. He said to me, Glenn... So what can we do together? I mean, something big. What can we do? And I said, um, let's, go, let's go free some slaves. And he said, I love it. What do you, how do you mean? <laughs> sounds good. And, yeah, sounds good. And I said, right? Now, who's against that? And um, so we're going to go do something very, very public together. And he wants to make a point. My side is cool with it. Our side is generally cool with people who are like, cool. Yes. You know, hey, I have difference opinion. Great, great. Let's do something. Their side is not, and he wants to make a very big deal out of, of standing with people and saying, look, I don't agree with him on everything, but I think he's a decent human being. Yeah. Like, if we can get know, back to that, we're okay. Stu, like, last, last word on this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just, you know, I'm totally for changing the laws around abortion, but the more you think about it, the more you realize that's just not the end solution. I mean, there'll always be a way around it, just like with guns, right? Like, there will, they will let you drive across state lines. They will... 
They will import pills, uh, abortion pills from other countries. New York is funding it. Yeah, New York is now funding $250,000 to bring in 500 people who don't have the money for their abortion in their state or in case it gets banned. The bottom line is it has to be a change of people's hearts. You listen to those undercover videos. What's shocking is not necessarily as much about like talking about beating hearts. And, and obviously that's the, the headline. But it's how flippant they are about it. It's, it's transactional. It's how many textiles are coming in tomorrow. And that's the same way you can imagine going back to the 1700s and, and hearing people talk about buying and selling African-Americans. The, you know, like it was slavery. It was the same way they talked about it. It was transactional. It was a buying and selling of a thing. And here is the same way. And until that changes, it is really a mindset change that, that ends this process hopefully forever. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's hard to be optimistic about it at times. I mean, you certainly pursue the legal ends, but it's, it's bigger than that. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. We should, we should look up these, what they said about slaves not being people. Before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor, which we here at Blaze TV love because it makes Glenn way more tolerable. I don't think that's necessary. Is that that tagline now? Why is it? It It'll make your boss happy. (laughs) Uh, If your boss is uh, is in pain a lot. And uh, I was in uh, such bad pain over the last, I don't know, almost 10 years that uh, I could get very, very grumpy. Um, and it wasn't something that I liked, and uh, neither did anybody else. Started taking Relief Factor because my wife forced me because I just didn't think it would work because, uh, you know, it takes horse tranquilizers to keep me under during <laughs> surgery. Uh, what is something that's, you know, natural and doesn't have any drugs? It's not going to help. It did, and uh, no one was more surprised than me. I still take it three times a day, and it is... It's helped me do this without any pain. Uh, try it, please. Get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. Try their quick start, uh, their three-week quick start trial. Uh, the phone number is at the bottom of the screen, I'm sure. Uh, relieffactor.com. Uh, so Google is now under antitrust investigation by 50, oh, well, as of the time of this taping, 50 attorneys general. Now. No, 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 not 50 attorney general. They have filed 50 suits. I think there are 30... I don't remember how many attorney generals. So it's not all states, but it is 50 lawsuits. And um, I think think there are many states that might even join this. Um, New York is going after, I think, Facebook um, and Google. Um, The New York attorney general is actually going after, leading the, the, the tribe, if you will, of all these attorney generals. Uh, on Facebook, and our own Ken Paxton here in Texas is the one leading the charge against Google. Um, and Ken and uh, his, I'm actually going alligator hunting with a bunch of attorney generals in the next Obviously. few. Yeah. I know, it's crazy. Very normal. Yeah, um, a bunch of attorney generals called me up and said, you want to go alligator hunting? And I said, is it Google? And they said, no, actual alligator hunting. <laughs> And uh, I said, as long as I don't have to swim down into the lake to get it after we kill it, sure. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, these guys, I, I've, I've talked to them extensively about uh, Google and what's happening. They are serious about it. What I'm afraid of, the Department of Justice is also going after Google, and they announced another uh, antitrust um, um, lawsuit today from the federal government. I am really worried about the federal government because they are already in bed with Google. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're talking about 
even going further on surveillance with Google and Amazon and Apple. And I don't trust the federal government, but I do hope that these states make a mark, leave a dent. You know what made me nervous is, is when Mark Zuckerberg was testifying and they brought up the idea of federal oversight or uh, regulation. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. and like to me, I was like, wait a minute. Why do you want to be in bed with... He'll <laughs> be their top advisor. Right. It makes, yeah, they make the rules. And on top of that, what those rules usually mean is you are become so top heavy with regulation that the guy in the garage can't afford to have all those attorneys do all the paperwork. So competition dries up. See, I don't like that. Nice yeah. And easy. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 you never see uh, government take something like this seriously until it starts, quite, you know, challenging their power. Right. And the government now, because you see this, it's not just from the left, it's from the right as well. It's both, you know, both sides are going after these big tech companies. And it's because they are now seeing how powerful they are. And it's time to rein that, you know, that 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 power back. There are good things happen. that can happen. Look, if someone breaks a law, they should they should be under the same uh, the same sorts of rules and, and ramifications that all of us face. Right. When you're starting a business, you should they should if they're doing things that are illegal, they should be punished for them. Um, that being said, though, I do worry about an increased appetite for uh, regulation on, on these companies from conservatives, especially, because at least... At regulation will be the death of us. Yeah, I mean, you look it at... It will be the death of us. You see it all over the place, man. I mean, like, Elizabeth Warren's essentially campaigning. It's like her, one of her main campaign issues. And when Elizabeth Warren and, and, and figures on the right are coming together to agree on something... Like it's most people are really like, hey, good. bipartisanship, great. No, it's almost never good. <laughs> Why do we have such short memories? Like Obama was just in office. Yep. And it was like, can you imagine giving him that power over? It's tribalism. I, it's crazy. It's tribalism. Like I don't, because I mean, what if Trump loses t on in 2020? And then all of a sudden you've got Bernie Sanders in charge of the tech sector like what is so happening? this is this is something that um Stu and i talked about this morning i'm going to do a special hopefully in the first quarter of next year on this um it's 1984 brave new world and the book of revelation the same uh, they're all coming mm -hmm. and people don't understand i really think and i don't know this, this is just me but i think in the research that i've done i think we're about two years away from not being able to turn it around um, the, you know, for instance, I don't know if you read this, but the CEO of iRobot, which makes Roomba. Oh, my gosh. I heard you on radio this morning. It's terrifying. They're selling the maps of your home. I don't even know who's buying it. But that information of where everything is in your apartment or your Excuse home. Me? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that terrifying? And everything is being at, just read today. Google Nest. I, we argued about this forever when Google Nest came out, and my argument was not even, didn't even scratch the surface. I was worried about the global warming people saying, oh, well, we got to have everybody's, no, 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 no. You mean you're, you're the, the thermostat, right? The was thermostat, the, yeah. yeah, Nest. Because mm -hmm. um, the Nest has cameras now, too. Right, Nest is now watching you. They're now listening to you. It's now communicating with some even beds. Now, Sleep comfort, the bed, I love sleep comfort bed, okay? The sleep number, adjustable bed. It's now advanced to where it's all smart technology. So it, it monitors your breathing. It monitors your heart rate. It monitors everything about you. Then it connects to Nest to see if there's a correlation between the temperature and your sleep. Now, this is all good. 
except they have anyone's heart rate and their breathing status for anyone who is in your bed. Who's buying that besides the sleep comfort people? Who has control Pharma? of it? Pharma? I I insurance? I mean, you immediately go to insurance, but they have everything. Everything. That's why I'm on the same page with you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, happy nightmares, everyone. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> when the government decides to access all of that, which... Hey, don't forget that uh, we have overtime coming up next, and you can only find it on blazetv.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of Blaze TV, though, in case you missed it, last week, Dave Rubin, The Rubin Report, is joining us. Ooh, more good news coming soon. Ooh, like how soon? Soon. He's right now. Yep. I, I want to know. <laughs> what is, what is it? We'll work on it in overtime. Just tell us, tell us, tell us now. Just say it, say it, say it out loud. Say it before the song ends. <laughs> Not that soon. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. So uh, Jason requested that we get into something a little bit lighter because he's just ready to jump off of a bridge or something. I don't feel good right now. <laughs> I just don't. It started with, what, abortion talk? Yes. And then directly into we're all going to die from tech, tech companies yes. killing us. So mm -hmm. I need help me. Okay. So did you see what uh, happened with Kamala Harris over the weekend? She was uh, out, you know, she's out doing all of her campaign stops. And... Interesting exchange uh, between social justice warrior Kamala Harris and uh, Democrat voter watch. What are you going to do in the next one year yeah. to diminish the mentally retarded action of this guy? <laughs> well said. <laughs> well said. Um, well, I, I plan to win this election, I'll tell you that. Pretty offensive if you're a social justice warrior, I would think. I mean... I think all of us sitting here at this table would say we're not into, like, PC culture. Right. Um, but when you're a social justice warrior and PC culture is your life, I would think you'd be a little bit offended speak, by that. Speak for yourself. The R word is very offensive. In fact, according to Chris Cuomo, it is the N word for mentally disabled people. So, <laughs> to He's me, got words for everybody. Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. He does. But, but yes, I think it was... It was, it was horrendous and she should be completely canceled. banished canceled <laughs> from society well Absolutely. so she did she uh followed up with a tweet after that exchange she caught a lot of heat for it and she said when my staff played the video from my town hall yesterday it was upsetting mm. i didn't hear the words the man used <laughs> in that moment but if i had i would have stopped and corrected him i'm sorry that word and others like it aren't acceptable ever now before we discuss that, can we replay that one more time? And, and pay attention to what's in his hand. Well, and I just, I mean, her, her reaction, it's weird to say you didn't hear it. Let's watch again. What are you going to do in the next one year yeah. to diminish the mentally retarded action of this guy? Well, God, well said. <laughs> well said. Holding um, the microphone. Well, I, I plan to win this election, I'll tell you that. 
Mm-hmm. He's holding a microphone. She answered the she question. She answered the question. Correctly. The crowd cheered. Um, she laughed. She laughed, and but she didn't hear it. The, and and she said, "Well said." What bugs me about it is that she—that's fine, in my opinion. Like she was fine. Her reaction was fine. Right. What bugs me is that she, her campaign, I should say, and her feel this need that they have to now go try to go back in time and be PC and woke. And it's like, come See, on. See, that's not what bugs me about it. What bugs me about it is that if this were, if they don't live by their own standards. No, they don't. If this was, I mean, think about Donald Trump when he made that motion talking about the man who was mm-hmm. disabled. I don't, I don't recall what your position on that was. I thought it was bad. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really bad look. A look. I didn't think he should have done it. I didn't think there was an excuse for it. Um, and so he got blasted by the left. And I feel like rightly so. Mm-hmm. But now they don't get to they don't have to live by their own standards. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, they don't they never get applied. They, they're just not applied. Right. Um, and I think, you know, there is a there's an issue that, you know, we, uh, we're doing public events with with uh, an audience. We've done many, many of them over the years. You don't always know what's going to happen. Right? <laughs> like, like this is like sometimes people who think they're on your side say things that are offensive and it's happened with us before and like it's hard to know you're in front of a crowd like she laughs it off right and Mm -hmm. she plays it off and that's actually probably an okay thing you don't need to just shun every single person in your audience because they say something you wouldn't say it's her fakeness that is just so it's so irritating i mean at this point honestly like she talks about healthcare all the time the first thing she should do is go figure out what's going on with her hearing because <laughs> this is like the 10th time she's used the i didn't hear it excuse <laughs> uh, i mean like what is going on with your ears what we're going to be soon is like it's going to be do you remember when uh, trudeau was was giving us a uh, talk and some woman told him something about um, all of mankind and he stopped her and he said no no it's woman. No, say, yeah. was it humankind? Right. Yeah, yeah. Say humankind, not yeah. mankind. So, and, oh, so oh that's uh, what it's going to become. It's yeah. like just people correcting people all the time. Yeah. On the campaign trail. Exactly. And, and like, I, because I, 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 I agree with you that, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's really frustrating and it's, it's fun. I think there's a lot of pleasure I take in watching these ridiculous standards they set up get used against them. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- what we have to remember is if, you know, we can't call it their standards if we're applying it to. It's our standards now. Mm-hmm. If we come up and we do the exact same thing to her that they would do to us, we've now adopted those standards. We've now codified those standards. You know, I, I, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. And you might say, well, then we're going to lose. Well, and then we lose. I'm, I'm comfortable losing with the idea. I'm comfortable losing election after election after election without selling my soul for it. Um, you know, look, what she did there was there was nothing wrong with what she did there. The guy made he, he you know, she obviously heard it. What was wrong with what she did is the lying afterwards. Mm-hmm. She's blatantly lying. Everybody knows she's lying. The media is is uh, at fault here because they are not calling her out the same way. But I would prefer, and I know this is just a magical dreamland. I'm, a, I'm at by a castle at Disney World as I suggest this. But it's like I would prefer the media saying, you know what? Honestly, like she handled it. I mean, she, you know, she she probably should have laughing it off. Is what you do in some of those uncomfortable situations. You don't always have to say no. I don't know what. <laughs> you mean how dare you it's like that's not really the way human beings interact yeah, you know right. and it's like the, the fact that you know I, I think that that is this has happened with Trump where people have stood up and said horrible things about about you know people that Trump doesn't like and he's laughed it off and I defended him on it you know I, like 
I want my standard to be my standard. I don't want to allow the media or politicians or anyone else to define what my standards should be. And I think too often, because A, it feels good, and B, it is legitimately unfair. The double standard is unfair to conservatives. So there's a temptation to be like, well, screw it. That crappy standard that we keep complaining about, now I'm going to use it against you. And that's just codifying a crappy standard and making our world worse. And I, don't, I, I understand the temptation, but man, I don't want to play that game. I, I just don't like it. Now, you said that uh, you know, she laughed it off, which she should have. But she did say well said. Right. Could you agree that like that was probably she didn't have to say well no, said? No, no. I mean, I, I still, that's where I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I have, okay, she blatantly signed on to that, right? I Which, have, again, I'm not offended by. No. But if we're not going to be offended by things like that, then let's not be offended by things like that. She could It's. I mean, to give her the absolute benefit of the doubt, it's possible she detected it was essentially an insult and didn't know which one it was, right? It's possible. I mean, like I can tell you, you know, you, you're sometimes you're in the middle of that. You're in a loud crowd. Like you might, you can tell by the tone of it, and everyone laughs that you know there's he said something wrecking the president. Mm-hmm. Maybe she didn't. You know, maybe she didn't actually hear exactly what it was. The bottom line, though, is. You know, when you're in those moments, like you say things, you're like, well, look, I mean, I've said before, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the exact phrasing that I would probably have used in that situation, but it would probably be something like, wow, I don't know if we need to go there. Like, that's not me saying, how dare you? This is a serious matter. How dare you use the R word? It's just a get me out of this situation. And she may not have detected exactly what it was. The bottom line, though, is that she is going to do the exact same thing to Donald Trump when he says something like that, when he has that moment. I bet if you go back to that moment you just talked about, she probably was wrecking him, saying it was the worst thing she's ever done, never seen, and blah, 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 blah. It, it, the, the double standard is really irritating. And I, I, I wish we could all kind of just back off and say, like, okay, it's a double standard. Choose which one you want yes. then. Pick, yeah. it's, it's a choose your own adventure. Do you want the crappy standard you keep complaining about or the one that you think is right? And that's the one we should be fighting for. Yeah. Uh, so Christine Blasey Ford's attorney, Deborah Katz, she was just recently talking to uh, an audience at University of Baltimore. Feminist legal theory conference. Boy, that sounds like a really interesting conference. Uh, <laughs> so she was uh, speaking to the audience uh, a while back about Ford's testimony against uh, Kavanaugh. And I think this happened in April, but the video is just now surfacing of um, what she had to say. But she said something really interesting about Ford's testimony against Kavanaugh, watch. He will always have an asterisk next to his name. When he takes a scalpel to Roe v. Wade, we will know who he is, we know his character, and we know what motivates him. And that is important. It is important that we know and that was part of what motivated Christine. Hmm. So what he was going to do politically was part of what motivated Christine to uh, give her testimony. I don't know about you. I'm shocked by that. <laughs> right? I did not detect it at all in the way they just came up with a random accusation. She couldn't even tell her location or any of the facts about it. Uh, that was entirely the motivation, right? I mean, that, that, of course, like it, that was entirely the motivation. And you could even argue like, oh, well... She's being brave and she's coming out and, you know, but like the fact that they lied about it the entire time is really frustrating. Um, You know, you don't like it's the the aftermath of it is so telling. 
Mm -hmm. right? Like, who is this person? Who is this Christine Blasey Ford? I haven't heard her name in months. Why? Because they didn't care one little bit about whether she was assaulted or not. They didn't care about it. It was all about larger Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Whoa. I know. I'm way out out on a limb on this one. What if they've been investigating this whole time Mm. trying to corroborate this story? (laughs) Yeah. How bad would you feel then? Um, I I bet the media is what they're doing right now. Yeah, you think? At some point soon, we're going to find out some real evidence on this one i'm sure i'm yeah. sure that's really what happened. i mean like it's so blatant they just yeah. gave up on her like right. i mean if you actually yeah. cared about this woman's plight wh- why did you all run away from her the <laughs> second the freaking the second that vote was cast by uh what was it uh susan collins the second that vote was cast you're like all right well we tried that one that was good good effort <laughs> good effort guys let's get the next one it's like it's blatantly all about politics and it's despicable. I mean, what they did to him is despicable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they never, and they, remember, they didn't just have her. They trotted out multiple other people who have since recanted. I mean, this is like one of the most, they, they tried to make Michael Avenatti into a serious figure in our a society. A guy. They, they were trying to make him into a candidate, a yeah, real a candidate. presidential candidate. I mean, uh, <laughs> this is, it's, it's. I wish they had. I wish they had. I feel like we've, we've lost some What makes some me so frustrating is they, they skate. They skate. Yep. They've yes. skated on it. Yep. Yes. Avenatti's in, is he in jail now or in on trial or something like that? Yeah, Avenatti hasn't skated. So he, he's got plenty of stuff going on. But, well, that, but, but like Avenatti paid the price, not because he came out and, and did something wrong there. It's because what he did failed. Mm-hmm. When he came out with the bad, the, his accusers were so bad, it was easy to say, okay, these aren't real accusers. So he paid the price because they gave him this credibility and he used it for, you know, a circus trick. And it was such a bad accuser that he had to, it actually hurt their case against Kavanaugh. I think if you just had Blasey Ford, it would have been a better chance. Yeah. They tried to trot out all these really bad ones. And it was, you know, a lot of people were like, okay, like, wait a minute. I mean, this, this woman wasn't even in this area. They never even met. You know, like it, it was, it fell apart so quickly with the Avenatti stuff. I think he's being punished because his accusers weren't credible enough. Yeah. Um, and he's paying the price for some of that. He's also Seemingly a very large criminal. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so he might be paying the yeah, price for that as well. it might be that. Because I don't think Nike's punishing him over that. Because like a Nike trial, he's trying yeah. to extort Nike. Yeah. Like I don't think they had an agenda necessarily to say. Well, maybe they who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah, at I know. this with, point. With the Betsy Ross shoes, I guess yeah. who knows? Well, it, what's so interesting to me about this is, you know, you look back at what they were saying was going to happen on the Supreme Court if Justice Kavanaugh was actually nominated or if Justice yeah. Kavanaugh was actually put onto the court. And I mean, they were, this is the end of Roe versus Wade, yeah. even in that even in that video. You know, she was very concerned about overturning Roe versus Wade. And if you look at what's gone on oh since God. he's gotten on the court, it's like this is what we were saying the entire time. He is milk toast. He is not going to do that. And he cited uh, one case already on the side of Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I don't even think they have four votes to overturn Roe versus Wade. Yeah. I don't even think they have four votes to do it. I think they have Thomas. I think they have uh, Gorsuch, I think. But I'm not even 100% sure. But I think Gorsuch. And I think they have Alito. I, ro- you're, John Roberts is yeah. not overturning Roe versus no. Wade. There is no chance no. of that occurring. No. no chance. And Kavanaugh, I mean, could go either way. I could go either way on that one. It, maybe they have four. But four is not enough. So, and, and we just talked about this. Like, what does this mean in reality? Let's say they overturn Roe versus Wade. There are sta- there are dozens of liberal states that either have it in their constitution or um, are putting it in their constitution that the second it gets overruled, immediately it goes into the constitution of the state that it's guaranteed a guaranteed right. So 
it would automatically be in half the country anyway. And what you'd be talking about is a longer car ride to get it. Or you'd have to order it from overseas in, in pill form in many cases, which is what's, what's already been happening. It would not stop the practice of abortion. Unfortunately, it's a small, it's like the wall. It's like it's become this thing of like, well, that'll stop illegal immigration. We have a wall. Well, the majority of the people who are illegal immigrants didn't come here across the border like that. They overstayed visas. So none of that would even be addressed. Um, it just becomes this like panacea for people like, oh, well, if we get rid of Roe versus Wade. Great step. Really encouraging it. Hope it happens. Uh, but not going to end this, this, uh, this practice. And, you know, the idea that they think, that they, I don't even know if they think it, really. I mean, maybe they do. Because, I mean, I, you know, maybe they do. But there's not even four votes for it, I don't think, at this yeah. point. Thank you for that uh, yeah. another dose See, of See, he wanted something here. lighter, right? That was, was, that, was that good? Eternal ray of okay, sunshine good. here. Yeah, love it. Uh, yesterday's poll, California, or I'm sorry, Monday, Friday's poll, all right, I got it right this time. California just made it legal to refuse to help a cop in need. Is this, an, is this an example of personal rights and liberty or just the Democrats throwing cops under the bus? 91% of you has just said the Democrats hate cops. 9% said it's almost, a personal right. I almost used that same word that I used last week. <laughs> hey, you got through a whole show Could though, you so not? without. Could you not, though? Close. It was okay. close, but I stopped. But anytime I, I hear about the things California is doing, um, it, it bugs me quite a bit. <laughs> I like that to- the toned down. Yeah. It, it just bugs me quite a bit, and that's all bit. I have to say about that. Quite I'm not bit. going to make that's edit go back and censor what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Thank you for that. They were not happy with me. I, I saw the looks that I got. <laughs> uh, today's poll, what Democrat do you want to see Trump debate in 2020? Here are your options. You ready, guys? Oh, please give me Marianne. It's not on there. Ah. You could say uh, none of the above, okay. and we'll write in Marianne for you. So it's Sleepy Joe, Pocahontas, which I, this, her name needs to be Focahontas, not Pocahontas. That's mm-hmm. better. Crazy Bernie or Kamala the Cop. Ooh. Stu's writing in. Stu's writing in. I mean, Marianne. I would like to, Marianne would be the most fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, like, Biden would be interesting in that they kind of, there's a, there's a similarity in the shtick of Trump and Biden. They both kind of say outlandish things sometimes. They're not always around the truth. They, neither one can really speak the language. Uh, so that, that would be kind of an interesting one. Um, Kamala, I think, would do very, could potentially do well. Yeah, yeah so um, I don't want Elizabeth her. would do very poorly, I feel like, in a debate. The best, the best show would be Biden and Trump. Yeah. Yeah. They both have yeah. that For old guy, yes. like, I'll still fight you kind of yeah. a mentality. Yeah, except and Joe's I, not... Well, no. All there. He's no. not. Bernie has that, too, though. I mean, Bernie versus Trump would be a hell of a debate. Yeah. Because, now, Bernie, like, you know, he's out. He is, uh, he's more fiery. than. I mean, because Biden has two modes. Bernie just yells. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't have two modes. He's got on, and it's on 11, and you can't change the dial. So that wouldn't be interesting. You know, gosh, I mean, Elizabeth Warren, I cannot believe they're giving her this credibility. I was looking at the polls today. When I was doing some stuff with Steve Dace today. You look at the polls. Warren is leading in New Hampshire and Iowa among people who are considering her, which is, the, I think, the, the best thing that you can take out of polling right now. Yeah. Like, are you, are you even put them on your board? Right. Um, and remember, the Iowa is a caucus. So you go in there, and right now, it's, I think it's, uh, number one is uh, Elizabeth Warren. Number two is Bernie. Number three is, uh, is Biden. You go in there, and you have Bernie, who looks like he's going to finish in second place, and you're convincing a room of hardcore Democrats. Look, it's... Biden's going to win with these first choice people unless we combine our audiences. You know, Elizabeth Warren has a chance, a significant chance with a really good organization in Iowa to win Iowa. She then goes to New Hampshire, a neighboring state in which she's already right there at the top. The same situation could easily play out where Bernie might drop out 
and give those votes to uh, to Elizabeth Warren. Almost none of the people want to cross from Bernie to Biden. If she wins two states in a row, she could then goes to Nevada, which is a heavy union state and another caucus state, which she's going to do very well in. She could win the first three states. Can Biden win this election if Elizabeth Warren wins the first three states? I mean, probably not, right? Wow. I mean, that, there is a pathway for her to be the nominee, and then Trump is just, like, salivating at this notion. <laughs> what a VP Bernie. VP Bernie. Uh, Say, yeah, I like it. I don't know if she would take B- VP, or if he would take VP. I don't think he would. I don't know. I don't think he, he would. Maybe he would under Elizabeth Warren, but I don't what know. What are you saying, I would like it? You like it? You want Elizabeth Warren to become no, I president? Want that, I, no, I want that. No, I want the entertainment. <laughs> Absolutely. You just, the, you just want the debate. Oh, to- absolutely. Uh, it would be interesting. 100%. Want the, uh, I want the debate so badly. There's a pathway there. It's crazy, but I that mean, is insane. I mean, Trump has got to be loving the idea because I mean, Sanders is a crazy figure, and they all—he's a big personality. I mean, Warren is just—I mean, tailor-made, tailor-made for Donald Trump. Hillary 2.0. All right, let us know what you guys think by going to the Blazes Twitter. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. She must. She may have less charisma than oh, I think so. Less. She's like she's a she's a worse. That's right. She's a poor man. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.